aboard! Welcome to Idiots Abroad, I'm Evan. I'm Kellen. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the stupid stuff we've done while traveling. And we bring in guests to make us feel better about ourselves. Let's get into it. Let's go. Hello, welcome to episode two of Idiots Abroad. You're back here with Kellen and Evan. How's it going? I was just going to ask you that, idiot, but I'm good. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm hungry. I'm starving, you know? I Like, really, I can't wait for this... Uh, for us to be done recording so we can just go and eat. We can go to Little Bones. Oh, my God, dude. The best, yes. best wing place in the city. In the city. City of Winnipeg, Little Bones, best wings I've ever had in my entire life. And it's in Tran- Transcona. Oh, you were about to say it. I was about to say it, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so, it's like, in, yeah, surprise. Yeah, Transcona. Yeah. No, dude, Little Bones, like, the wings, there's just so much meat on them and their flavors. Yeah, They've got, like, so much. 200 flavors. So much flavor. Uh, 3,000 flavors. The Alfred's my favorite. 20 billion flavors. The Alfred? Yeah, it's like Alfredo and, like, some Parmesan. Oh, love Ooh, it. Ooh, interesting. It's really good. Is that your – I think my favorite, honestly, uh, like, the honey garlic. Just can't go wrong with that. Uh, what else? Boring. Electric kick. Which is just uh, lemon pepper with honey garlic. Yeah, it's just good. Uh, the last time I went to Little Bones, though, I actually had the flavor affectionately known as death. Go! Is its title all caps? Well, I guess I'm a little bitch because I've only had the Andy, which is a near death experience, and that was an experience. (laughs) What was your experience having? And then we'll get into yours because I'm sure yours was worse. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I love spicy food. I'm like, no big deal. You (laughs) like spicy food. You're a pretty spicy guy. I love spicy food. So I was like, let's get the Andy. I'm like, she's like, you sure? I was like, yeah. Now I'm like, now I want it more because you're questioning me. Like, I got to flex here. Um, (laughs) And then she was like, hey, she's like, would you like some milk with it? I was like, like milk? <laughs> who eats milk with their wings? Who, mm, who drinks milk with their wings? And then she was like, okay. And she brought it anyways because I was like, I don't know why. Like, maybe I just come off like I'm not going to be able to do it. But, like, I like spicy spicy food. But I ate, like, two of them. I was like, oh, this is nothing. And then I ate the third one, and eventually it was like, I'm about to die. Like, I'm going to experience near death right now. And then the milk was there. I drank some milk. And thank God, the milk helps. So, yeah, milk helps with spicy food. And I almost died. And that's why it's called a near-death experience. And I would have never touched death. But this guy did. This guy did, indeed. We uh, we ordered the death wings. We ordered one. There were six of us. And there are orders of seven wings. So mm-hmm. we got one order. And we were all going to eat one. We're all going to eat one wing. Did you eat two? No, my friend did, though. <laughs> he actually ate the other one. Uh, so we all line up. We all get our wings together, and uh, we eat it. Like, I, I took pre- probably three big bites. I had a drumstick, mm-hmm. so I ate three big bites from this uh, death flavor. And, you know, initially, it's a little sweet. It's a little sweet. It's, like, a little spicy, but it's not ridiculous. Okay. So you eat it, and it's, like, it's a, it's a good flavor. It's not just, like, a... It doesn't taste like crap, right? 
it actually tasted pretty good. So you and I ate it, and it's like this slow burn, and like you just sort of sit there and you wait, and you wait. Thirty seconds go by, and it's like okay, it's getting spicy, and then it's like a minute goes by, and you're like, this is getting spicier. <laughs> like it's 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 it goes up. So if you're like looking at a time by spiciness graph, uh-huh. it starts. Uh, it starts somewhere at the bottom and then it goes up and then it peaks and then it stays up there like a plateau yeah. and then it comes back down slowly. Okay. But we are not only were we eating these wings cause we're all a bunch of idiots. We were also having a contest to see who could drink water or like anything the latest or whoever drank it like last first, first. whoever yeah. whoever drank it first was a bitch. We know what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys probably don't, yeah. but it's fine. The first one to drink water was a little bitch. Yeah. So uh, we were sitting there dying. Uh, I The most amazing thing was that I started to cry, but my eyes didn't water up. It was just like we were all, you know, we're all sweating and stuff. And you just sit there. And then my friend looks over and he's like, Evan, are you crying? And I'm like, what? No, of course not. Like I wasn't crying at all. But my like tear ducts had just expelled water and it was just sitting right here <laughs> in my like in my eye. It was just sitting there because apparently that's what spicy food does is that just makes you leak out of every orifice you have. Yeah. And I I did win the manly contest. I didn't drink any water because I ain't no bitch. Mama didn't raise no bitch. So I won. Uh, we only ate one of the wings. My friend ate the other one. What, I, what made him want to eat the other one? Like why? Because you can't put it to waste. Okay. <laughs> you can't put it. That same friend, we went for it. I got a cheese board. And there's this like uh, blue cheese, or there's this cottage cheese that was absolutely disgusting, and nobody wanted it. And we ran out of crackers, and he just ate the rest of it with a spoon, and he didn't <laughs> even like it. I was like, can't, he's just like can't, can't waste go to waste, it. can't go to waste. So Fair. He just, respect. So respect. he ate the second wing, and that wing stayed with me for two days. Like, <laughs> like it not only did it burn like my mouth at the time, but like inside, I could just feel it. I could yeah. feel the insides of my burning and melting and then i woke up the next day and it still and it was still there did you have to sign a waiver we didn't actually sign a no. waiver and we didn't have any milk offered to us either wow was the service really lacking apparently apparently but, but yeah death wings what and you know actually in hindsight so it sucked right it sucked but we i think we set it up higher in our minds it wasn't actually as bad as we were picturing it to be because we were picturing like us Dying. legitimate dying yeah like, like, like we're gonna die we would literally die we didn't die so it didn't live up to our unrealistic expectations but, like, but it was really spicy what kind of idiots go into there they're like huh i feel like having death today like why some guys are just like really spicy dudes and they just only eat spicy food and it's like some sort of weird contest where it's like they eat spicy food and they say that's not that spicy <laughs> my friend true. one of my friends does that he just, he just, it's some sort of weird contest where he always gets the spiciest stuff because he just loves to eat spicy food. I am not a spicy guy at all. I have oh, like, wow. I, I legit have like barbecue chips. <laughs> I'm like, eh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a big spicy I person. I spicy everything. No way. Like, why? When I go to Mongo's and stuff, I just like fire up all the spicy. I'm like, oh, let's go some Hong Kong. Um, not Hong Kong. Sriracha. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Uh, Kung Pao. See, there's my confusion is relatable. Um, so, yeah, so it's just like that stuff, the hot the other hot stuff, you know. And it's just like I like it. And like jalapeno, cheddar, and ch- jalapeno and cheddar chips are my favorite. Weird. Good. Well, like, so do you like food that's spicy or food that tastes good and is spicy? See, like, I feel like I like both. Like, I like it if it's super, super spicy and I can't taste anything but just feel it. I'm like, huh. 
I'm a badass. I just did that. <laughs> but like, I prefer, obviously, I prefer the stuff with like flavor, like spicy flavor, because like, I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, I like flavored spice stuff. Yeah, for me, it just takes away enjoyment. And it's like, I want to enjoy myself while I'm eating. And I want to enjoy what I'm eating. Sometimes you can't taste things for like the next few hours, but it's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I might have to disagree <laughs> with you there, cowboy. Yeah, but like, anyways. Um, Anyway, this is not a hot wing podcast. No. Um, last week last week or last episode, if you guys listened, you found out how big of an idiot I could be. Yeah, you I those... think it's I think it's time to turn the tables. The turntables. The turntables are turning. Yeah, they are. So I have a few stories to tell from a trip that I took with my dad and my brother to South America. Which is under North America. Correct. <laughs> not, not backwards, not just behind under. Kellen. Yeah. yeah <laughs> not... <it's fine. laughs> oh, look. Go <laughs> South America. It's like America, but South. Uh, last week, Kellen told the story of when he thought North was always in front of him, and that South was always behind him. <laughs> Anyways, that's we're, we're talking about true, you being an idiot, yeah, not okay. me. Yeah, you're right. So in the summer of 2016. As well. Oh, wow. We were idiots at the same time. Apparently. Nice. My brother, my father, and I took a trip to South America. We went to Peru. Um, we went to Lima, and then we went to Cusco, Peru, which, yes, is the name of the emperor in the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. that in Peru? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, no, th- that's, where the name, that's where the name, I think that's where they got the idea for the name Cusco is because Cusco was, like, the capital of, like, the Mayan Empire. So <laughs> this is blowing your mind right now. And then we went to uh, Rio de Janeiro. You didn't go to Argentina? No, we didn't. We went to Brazil. What the heck? We went to Brazil. Lionel Messi. I know. Oh, dude, don't get me started. Okay, I'm a big Messi fan. Same. So we went to Rio de Janeiro about a month before the Olympics started. Oh, no. It was about a week or two. Is that when the Zika was there? Yes. Oh, risky. Nah. <laughs> it's fine. You're alive. I didn't see a single mosquito the whole time, so <laughs> true story. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so we went to Rio de Janeiro about a week or two before the Olympics started, so to give you a time frame of when that was. So the story of when my dad and my brother and I first landed in Cusco, Peru, so to preface the whole story, there's this thing called altitude sickness, and it's when uh, cities with high elevations uh, have like lower levels of oxygen in the air, and somebody who's not acclimatized to that oxygen, uh, the, the lack of oxygen going into their, uh, you know, into their system can give you headaches and make you throw up, make you sick. It really puts you out of commission for like a couple of days. So like Denver. Exactly. Yeah, Denver is a I've high altitude city. I've never been there, city. but. I've okay. heard, like, when I watch football games, they're like, huh, altitude. Okay, thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cusco is another city that's high in elevation, and we get out of the pl- – uh, so we land from Lima. We land in Cusco, and already you start to, like, start to feel it. You start breathing a little bit heavier. You know, you descend a flight of stairs, and you're like, whoa, wait, I, why am I out of breath? This feels kind of weird. <sighs> you start breathing a little bit heavier, right? We want to take it easy. That's like our main mantra. We just want to take it easy for a day. We don't have anything planned. We just want to, you know, we just want to get to our Airbnb yeah. and just relax. Probably watch some Spanish TV, some Fair. Peruvian PV, P- TV. Peruvian so, is not Spanish. They speak Spanish. What? They speak Spanish in Peru. Shut up. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> 
they do. What, what language do they speak? Peruvian? I don't know. <laughs> per- Persian? Okay. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Well, you're not completely wrong because most yes. of them are bilingual. Oh. Most of them speak both Spanish and the uh, the lo- local Persian. Uh, indigenous language because we are in Cusco. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's, exactly. Yeah. That's actually, that's how they got the idea for the character's name in, in the Emperor's New Groove is because Cusco is like the capital city of the, of the Inca people before the uh, conquistadors and everything went south. Uh, the so what? The conquistadors. Are those like gladiators? <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, they're like Spanish colonizers. So like that guy, John Cartier. Jean Jacques Cartier was a French Jacques. explorer. Yeah, but he was in Canada. Think Conquistadors were yeah. more brutal. I feel like. Yeah, it was it was a bit more uh, not good. Yeah, cool. A bit less good and more bad. So we leave the airport at Cusco. If you'll let me finish my damn story, <laughs> Kellen. We leave the Cusco airport and uh, we're looking for our Airbnb, which is located on a road called Tipon Road. Uh, T I P O N. We just we're looking for Tipon Road, and there's like for some reason there's like a big herd of cab drivers. There's like forty of them, and they're all just standing around in a big circle. And we go up to some cab drivers, and we're like Tipon, Tipon. They're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I don't remember what the currency of in Peru it was, but it was something equivalent of like forty Canadian dollars or like fifty Canadian dollars to take us to Tipon Road. We're like, what? Fifty bucks just to go to Tipon? That's like it's like a ten minute drive. No way we'll give you like six <laughs> and and then everyone just blow and but like not only are they blown like they blow us off because like i don't know bartering is a bigger thing in, in south america no! Dan, can i have 30 dollars 20 dollars what do you need 10 dollars for no! but they're just absolutely incredulous they're like six they are not having six dollars at all well i mean if they usually charge 50 i wouldn't take six dollars either well it's bartering you know you start you start as low as possible and you work your way yeah fifty dollars six dollars six anyway the point being that uh we were not expecting that level of commitment on their part of the of the bargaining and so they all leave and eventually we get one cab driver who says he'll do it for 20 and we're like okay deal that's the best deal we've gotten out of every cab driver here. So we put our suitcases, we're lugging our suitcases, and we put them in the back of this guy's uh, cab, and he's dry, starts and he starts driving. And, uh, you know, 10 minutes go by, and we, we get onto this highway, and we're like, okay. And then we start seeing signs like, now leaving Cusco, Peru. And we're like, okay, this cab driver is just picked up a couple of du- a couple of tourists, and he's, we're, he's taking us out of town, and he's going to shoot us in the back of the head. This guy's going to murder us. Okay, cool, nice, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna murder us, awesome. Uh, this guy was driving out of town because there is a road in Cusco called Tipon. There's also a town about 45 minutes outside of Cusco called Tipon. Oh my and god. All of the cab drivers thought we were going to Tipon the town and not Tipon the road. Yes, Kellen. So is that similar to like, hey, I wanna go to Selkirk, and then they take you to Selkirk Avenue instead of Selkirk? No, they'd be taking you to Selkirk, like the town. Or it's like, hey, can we go to Portage uh, La Prairie? Uh, Portage? And, and they're like, the and then they take La you to Portage La Prairie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like really. So we we uh, managed to figure out that this guy doesn't know where he's going. And we get the... Uh, my brother had bought a SIM card for Peru. So he, met, he had cell service. So he called the Airbnb hostess and gets her on the phone. And... Uh, 
we managed to communicate to pull pull over. We don't speak any Spanish, but we tell him pull over, and we give him the phone. And this Airbnb hostess just rips him for like, for honestly, for like ten minutes. She's just yelling. We, we can hear it over the phone, and it's not a speaker. It's up to his ear, and we're hearing like the fastest talking Spanish you've ever heard in your life. And uh, it, I felt I felt bad that the cab driver was like he just didn't know it wasn't his fault. Uh, but he did try to murder us, so Fair. screw that guy. Fuck him. Uh, anyway, he gets off the phone, and he pulls, he turns around on the highway, which was incredibly dangerous, but there aren't any rules anyway in terms of driving. So uh, he turns around, and we start driving back into Teapot, or sorry, into uh, Cusco. And uh, at this point, my, my brother is like, well, I don't trust this guy to know where the heck he's going. So he pulls up uh, the address on the Airbnb website. He pulls up the address on the Airbnb website just to make sure that we are going to the same spot, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes into Cusco. He drives into town. He goes down this sort of side road and he stops. And uh, my brother's phone says that this isn't the right place. So we're like, uh, no, we, we, we want to go here. And he's like, get out. And he's basically telling us, he's communicating. We don't speak any Spanish, but he's communicating, get out. This is your stop. And we're like, no, it's not. I mean, we have the address right here on our phone. We want to go here. And we're pointing at this address on our phone and on Google Maps. And reluctantly, he sort of like, okay, fine. He pulls out, uh, away and he drives maybe two or three extra minutes to the spot, uh, to the route where our phone is telling us to go. But it turns out to be a dead end road. But it's telling us to go straight. So we get out. We pay the guy. We don't tip. I feel a little bit bad about that, but not really. We get our bags out. We've got our, like, winter coats on. We've got, like, because it's winter down there in June in the southern hemisphere, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we, it's telling us to go straight at, at past this dead-end road. And we sort of just, like, look. We look up, and there's just stairs. And we just continue to look up. And you just, like, tilt your head back, like, 50 degrees higher and it's just stairs scaling the mountain because Cusco's right in the mountains. Right? It's right in the hills. And there's these, all these stairs <laughs> in the mountains. And uh, it's telling us to go straight. And we've got all of our luggage and everything. So we start climbing the stairs. We climbed. The, we, and honestly, the, uh, the amount of stairs, we, weren't, we didn't count. But my dad's phone had a, it was tracking our elevation. And whenever we went up or down 10, 10 feet, it would count that as a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. And in total, that day, we climbed 168 flights of stairs. Whoa. We climbed 168 flights of stairs. But how many steps are in a flight of stairs? Um, I don't know. It depends on how like steep the steps are, but it's like 10 feet. That's like... T- 1.8 of me <laughs> precisely <laughs> that's a lot of stairs it, it, and like it takes into account um later in the story as well and also the car ride but in total it was 168 flights of stairs so we start climbing these stairs and it is a struggle it is so hard you climb three you climb like three or four stairs and you're already out of breath and you're sweating we've got our coats on we're lugging our luggage up these stairs and my dad is like 52 or 53 at the time 
and uh, he was really, really struggling. You know, he was like doubled over. And my brother and I were a little bit okay. We were like 22 and, and 24, I think, at the time. Oh, yeah, you're old. All right. Thank you, Kellen. Um, we, why were you wearing jackets? Well, it's winter down there. But isn't winter there like 40 degrees still? It was around 16, 15. You're wearing jackets. It was like a, it was like a, uh, like a windbreaker jacket. It wasn't like a parka. That's short weather. <laughs> what? Anyways, <laughs> no way, no, dude. I think that's just in Winnipeg and only in uh, this spring. As soon as it hits like 15 in springtime, then the shorts come out. If it, if it's 15 in the fall or 15 anywhere else on planet Earth, it's like parka weather. Okay, math. You don't uh, you don't agree with me, but uh, I didn't say I didn't. You didn't say you didn't agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> so but, we. What? No, I was gonna say like, that's crazy. You're out of breath, like walking up those stairs. Like I don't even take the stairs here at school, and I'm out of breath if I do. So that's why I take the elevator. You think they'd have like an elevator for a 168 flight of stairs? Like get with it, Persians. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Peruvians. Peruvians. Sorry. Peruvians. I swear they're Persians. Who's Persian? Persia. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. They don't speak Persian then? No. You let it go. When I said it earlier, you just went with it. Yeah, I wanted to see how far you went with it. Oh, my God. Where is Persia? In, like, Egypt? Yeah, Persia's in, like, uh, the Middle East. And it's not even a country. It's just like it, it's a, like an old empire from like the Greek times. Go, Spartans! Lay down your weapons, Persians! Come and get them! Go! Whoa! <laughs> but you know they they probably speak Persian in uh, Peru, eh? Probably. I mean, they could. It sounds the same. <laughs> Anyways, let's not deflect from your idiot. Yeah, exactly. Here, okay. Yeah, let's not forget whose uh, episode this is. Yeah, moron. Thank you. We uh, so we get to the top of these stairs. We get to the top of these stairs and we're wandering around and we're looking for teapot and we can't find it. We can't find it anywhere. We're doing laps around this uh, these roads where we're trying to find it. The, the the point on our phone that it's telling us to go is just it's not right. And uh, so we're going around. We're asking. People in broken Spanish, Tipon, Tipon, they're like, they, not that they don't know where it is, they just can't understand us. And uh, we're like, Anglais, Anglais, anyone? And then they're like, oh, Anglais. And then oh, they're like, ah, oh, yes. And then so they point us to this one dude who's like waiting for the bus. He's like a construction worker. And we're like, oh, Anglais? And he's like, yeah, dude, I speak English. And he's like, perfect English. It was like bizarre. And we're like, oh, right on. You speak English. Great. Tipon Road. You know where that is? Is that around here? And he's just like, uh, hmm, nope. Don't know where that is. Sorry, dude. Like, oh man. So when we're out of, we're totally out of options and we're wandering back around. And then when we get, to, we get around to the back of the top of the big flight of stairs, these ladies who are selling water bottles at the, at the, uh, at the summit <laughs> wave us over. And they're like, uh, they're like, hey, hey, Tipon, Tipon. And they start pointing. They start pointing down the stairs. They start pointing back down the stairs. And we're like, Teapot back down the stairs. What? Well, it turns out the address that we had in Airbnb was was wrong because we couldn't <laughs> find it. And uh, the place that the cab driver had originally gone to and told us to get out was our Airbnb. <laughs> it was our Airbnb, and we were like, "Uh, no thanks. We want to go here instead." <laughs> 
oh my god, like it's the biggest face palm of all time. So we have no options. Oh well, other than climb back down the stairs because the uh, the Airbnb hostess had. I'm sh- the cab driver went back to the Airbnb hostess, told uh, her that he had dropped us off at these, at the bottom of these stairs, and he, like, and we started started climbing them like a bunch of idiots. I'm sure he didn't know what the hell we were doing. Uh, so he goes back to the Airbnb, tells her where uh, she, he dropped us off, and she goes up to the stairs and she can't find us, but she tells the people around that if you see White the people. three tourists who are obviously tourists we have giant bags with us and we're all like white you're so white <laughs> super white and uh tell them the teapon road is back downstairs so we get back downstairs you went all the way we, back down we had to go all did you the like way slide back down. down or what did you do you just go down oh my god I would it was like, a little bit easier I'd but roll. not by much i'd roll you just fall <laughs> just just fall down 600 160 flights of stairs 168. 168 flights of stairs. It obviously, now, it, it's not like we were climbing a 168-story building, but because that took into account the whole day. Mm-hmm. But that that flight of stairs must have at least, at least been uh, 55 to 60 flights of stairs. Just that, that one staircase. Uh, so, yeah, we go all the way back down and... We get to the bottom of the stairs and these other people at the side of the road are just like clapping and they're like tip on and they're pointing us and it was like we were running a marathon. It was really <laughs> weird. It was like it was like it's like odd it was like empowering, although it was like also depressing. It, it it killed our morale that we had to climb back down these stupid stairs that we had just gone to the top of. And then we get to the Airbnb, we we walk back, we climb up to the third floor of our Airbnb building, which is where our room was. So more stairs. More stairs. And we sit and we didn't move for like two or three days. My dad got really bad altitude sickness and we were doing a hike a couple uh, days later in the Andes. Uh, so we, 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 we couldn't be sick for that. What are the Andes? In the mountains. Mountain range is called the Andes. All of them are just ones there? In South America, it goes from like... Peru down Chile. Are you sure? I thought that was Mount Everest. No, the Everest is in uh, <laughs> is in uh, Nepal, I believe. That's, that's the Himalayas. South America. Nepal is in uh, Asia. It's like southeastern. Uh, it's like next. Are you sure? Because Japan's in Asia. Yeah, Jap- <laughs> <laughs> Japan is off uh, to the side, to east of China, and Nepal is like north of India, in between India and like China. I'm not good with directions. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just last last year that you found out that. Yeah, they know. I just love that story so much. They know. So, yeah, we didn't move for like three days. It was brutal. That sounds Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. I'd want to die. More well, than we almo- I do right now. Well, we almost did. So, you know. But here we are. Yeah, now it just makes for a great story of a couple of idiots. How does that one rank on the idiot meter? Oh, we rank our stories? Um... I don't know. Let's try it. I mean, it's not, like, your fault. It was, like, the guy's fault. And, like, it was, like, a bunch of other people's fault. And, like, yours, I guess, too. But it was, like, a bunch of people's fault. So there's a lot of fault to go around because there's lots of people at fault. It's just a bad Um, circumstance. It's a bad situation and a bad... Like, I wouldn't say it was, like, you're ridiculously dumb. Like, um, yeah, uh, later you'll hear an interview that I had with Ali about her trip. And six out of ten. Six? Yeah. You're going to give me a six. Yeah. 
like it wasn't like it was like dumb but like it was like not all one person's fault so like if it was all accumulated to one person then i'd give it a higher rating but i think six is a fair rating i thought i did better i thought i would do better than this <laughs> okay well that's the end of that story but ali's got a seven ali got a seven yeah because like it wasn't all her fault either it was like this guy's a creep she mm. got a seven um brayden's idiot meter got a nine <laughs> Because someone shit on hostel floor, so that's not his fault though. Well, the person's an idiot. We uh, rank their idiot. Oh, I see. That doesn't get a ten. What the fuck? It's a ten. <laughs> um, if it was like on a bed or something. Oh, okay. So because it was the floor, it was like, it was like it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Here's an idiot story. So in the summer of 2014, I road tripped out to Montreal with some friends of mine. We were, uh, we were going to go, we got some tickets to Oceaga, the music festival there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were going to make a whole week of it. Uh, and uh, side note, we, we there was a, a five-person car and there was only going to be four of us. But then another girl whom I eventually learned to despise over the course of this oh, trip okay. joins in at the last minute, goes like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come to that too. Is it a friend's girlfriend? No, it wasn't. Oh. No. Uh, so it was me, my friend, his girlfriend, and then two of her friends. Oh. And one of the, one of her friends So it was going to be in. a double date and she just ruined it. Well, I mean, it was just like four people going on a trip. But I mean, your friend, people. his girlfriend, you, and another girl. That kind of seems like a double date. One of her friends. Yeah. So yeah. she ruined everything. So she says, oh, yeah, I want to come to that at the very last minute. And then my friend's girlfriend sells my ticket to her. And then I have to go and buy my own ticket, which was a little inconvenient. And then it turns into this five. Then there's five people in this five-person car. Okay. And we're we're driving to Montreal, and we're going through northern um, Ontario because we didn't want to bring our passports and go through the states at all. We didn't want to deal with any of that, so we just drove through Canada. But it took like two and a half days to drive there in a five-person car so everything was crowded and packed and plus okay girls pack way too much stuff way too much it was brutal like honestly we were loading up this uh we were loading up it was a hatchback or it was like a little mini suv sort of thing there was like a the anyway it wasn't a car that's what i'm trying to say they're (laughs) loading up suitcase after suitcase and we're like and i'm like Nikki, are you bringing two suitcases? And she's Ooh, like, name I, drop. I need, I need options. Like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? They're bringing toast. They should, they should, they, they brought a toaster because, oh, well, we can buy bread and then we can eat toast for breakfast. We didn't do that once. <laughs> Not once. We didn't do that. But they're bringing toasters and like, like all the stupid stuff they're bringing food and like snacks that we never eat like oh my god dude in conclusion girls pack way too much one pair of underwear one pair of socks (laughs) that's all you need i mean i mean there's a i'd I'd be somewhere like in between i'm kidding i don't know you don't look like you're kidding Okay, well you bring just enough underwear and you bring maybe a couple pairs of pants and a new shirt every day well, and like if you're spending time outside in a music festival, then I guess you need more. Like, you know, you know, if you sweat through something and you can't do laundry, then you don't want to wear a dirty shirt twice. Uh, so girls pack way too much, and it's a five-person car ride. 
for two and a half days and it was super crowded and I got to know these people way more than I ever thought that I ever would. Uh, and uh, yeah, and we so we get to Montreal and we get to Oceaga. We spend the first day there. There's a couple of headliners. Uh, Outcast was headlining. Uh, Band of Horses as well was playing. So a couple of us saw them. And then uh, day two hit. And this is where the idiot story hits. And there really isn't much of a story here other than Jack White was headlining of the White Stripes. White oh Stripe. my god! I don't know why I was imaging Jack Black in my head. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally the opposite of that. <laughs> Jack White what? was headlining. Wait, Oshiaga that day. No, no, no! I had like a brainism. What? Um, Jack White of the White Stripes. Is yeah. that why it's the White Stripes? Yeah. They were, oh my god! They were married. That they were both. It was Jack White and Meg White, and that's why they were called the White Stripes. Oh my god! Okay, cool. Anyways, anyway, Jack, <laughs> Jack Jack White was uh, was headlining the second day, and uh, you know I'm a I'm a I'm a I like the White Stripes. I like their music. I'm not like a mega fan, but I like most of their songs. So Jack White is headlining, and we we didn't know that Jack White would play White Stripe songs because he wrote them all, right? So he has the rights to all of their music as well. So he when he does a concert, he plays both his uh, his solo stuff and the White Stripe stuff, and we didn't know that. So he opens up with one of his solo songs, and we're like, I don't really care about Jack White's solo stuff. Let's just leave early. And then, so my friend, me, and his girlfriend left the concert early. And then as soon as we left, apparently it just got insane. He was playing, like, all of the White Stripes hits. And then at the very end, they left. They went off stage, and then everyone started singing uh, Seven Nation Army. Like the entire crowd, and there must have been like I don't know, like twenty or thirty thousand people there. That's a lot of people. Oh, it was huge. And uh, wait, and you like, left? We left early, and everyone started wait, singing Seven Nation Army because we didn't know he would be playing White Stripes stuff. We thought he was just playing uh, his solo career stuff, and we didn't really care about that. Nor did we know any of his songs, his solo songs. I mean, I would just assume he would sing the known ones. I, you know, well, okay, well, we were. Uh, Young and naive. We were young and naive and stupid. This was five years ago. Yes. You were 19. 2019, yeah. Uh, yeah, 2014, We I would have been 20. Oh, yeah. I would have been 20. So Because uh, you're turning 25 next month. This month. In two weeks. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, at least you're younger than Rachel. <laughs> Only by like a month. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we missed all the White Stripes songs, and there isn't much of a story there. But uh, it's just you're stupid. We were we were literally idiots, and this is called Idiots Abroad. So so you just thought you'd tell it. Give me a rating on that 6. one. Six point eight. A six point eight. We can go into decimal places. Well, because it was worse than your one before, but like not as bad as Ali. So I put you like. Well, where does where does your fisheye story land? I don't know. You tell me. That's uh okay. So if my story is a six point eight. Then your fisheye story is a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you rated my stories. I think you just at the end said my whole trip was a fifteen out of ten. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. You want to know that's pretty much fair. It, all the stories average out to fifteen out of ten. So I'm just a I'm a pale imitation of your idiocy. Yeah, when traveling. Maybe someday though, I'll be as good as you. It's hard. It's a hard life. <laughs> it's incredibly difficult. Not everyone can be, you know. 
so uh, yeah, there are a couple stories of me being an idiot when I, when I was traveling uh, with some friends. And uh, now we've got uh, an interview with uh, Ali Sigurdsson, who's a, a friend of yours, Kellen. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, she's a student with our, our creative communications, the program that we're in. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there for the interview, but... Uh, Thank God. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I spent too much time with you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so here's the uh, Ali Sigurdsson interview. We make ourselves feel better by making other people say the stupid stuff they did. And it's not always Kellen being dumb. All right, I'm joined by Ali right now. <laughs> She's joining us on the Idiot Meter today. Let's see if she can top some of our stories. Hey, Ali. How are you? Good, you? I'm sweaty about to tell the story. I feel like <laughs> I might top it. I also don't know what other stories you've told so far, but... Uh, I'm hoping it'll be okay. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, totally. All right. So where does this story take place? Okay. So this story takes place. I went to Thailand in 2016. Uh, I was 21 years old, which I think every white 21-year-old girl goes to Thailand <laughs> to find themselves. So I'm not saying that as a point of pride. It's, it's more just like it was a thing that happened and I did six weeks in Thailand which is actually quite a long time part of me kind of wishes that I would have gone somewhere else in between but um me and my friends were just like Meh, we'll just like pet elephants and like sit on the beach and drink really expensive drinks and by expensive drinks in Thailand I mean like three dollars um so I went with my two best friends I went with Tessa and Ashley and it took a lot of like me convincing them to go because we grew up in Oakbank which is a really small community outside of Winnipeg and they had never been outside of Winnipeg (laughs) so being like hey you want to go to this like foreign country on the other side of the world with me and like carry a backpack around and hope that it works out and they were kind of like no we don't want to do that (laughs) I was like okay well too bad you're coming with me so we went I had never like it was I'd never done backpacking before it was my first kind of like away from home I didn't like couch surfing back in Canada and all that but this was my first time so uh, when you do your first backpacking trip um it's a lot of trial and error and I think I think I went into it being like nothing bad can happen because it's fine and you're when you're 21 you're at that age where you're like I'm invincible and it's totally I'm gonna try all these stupid things and nothing no repercussions at all which is definitely not the case so basically what happened is we were staying on Phuket uh which is just like in the southern part of Thailand it's whenever you like google like Thailand it's that like really cheesy photo of like blue waters and those like little boats and (laughs) <laughs> just like google thailand if you have a second and then we'll see where you exactly. were okay. so it was like really beautiful and uh one of the things that everyone has to do when they go to thailand is go to maya bay it's where the beach was filmed and it's just like this weird like novelty and everyone i i fa- i feel everyone that goes to thailand like goes to see maya bay it's just like the thing that you do um but we were broke <laughs> and so we <laughs> couldn't afford to stay on the island itself so we did a boat tour and uh we met this guy named Zane on our boat tour I was like kind of afraid to use his name but I'm a pretty sure that's not his real name and b <laughs> I'm like almost positive there's no way he'll, he'll like, listen to yeah, this exactly. yeah. yeah and if he does I'm really sorry <laughs> but uh so we had met up with this guy named Zane and we the reason we ended up spending the day with him was because we were on this boat tour with like 40 other people but they were kind of like separating people into like languages so we were uh, the people who only spoke English, and then we got put with a, I think it was a Chinese family reunion. I'm, like, pretty positive because they all, like, knew each other, and um, 
And so like they didn't speak any English and we definitely didn't speak Chinese casually on the fair, side, fair. you know, of all the time that I had to learn that in Thailand. <laughs> um, so we just kind of were like, okay, well, like this guy's backpacking alone and he's friendly and whatever. So we ended up spending the day with him. And Zane was very uh, charming, tall, thin, handsome, all of those things that like now I can't help but have red flags whenever someone attractive is near me. I'm like, oh, it's fine. But he, uh, yeah, he was from, well, he claimed he was from the UK. Again, like looking back as an adult, I'm like, I don't, uh, he could have been lying about everything. Uh, he said he was from the UK. He was traveling alone and he was just looking for some company and uh i think when you backpack like that's a normal thing yeah. right people approach you and they're like yeah like i'm looking for a friend for the day and you're like i can be that friend for <laughs> you for the day um so yeah we we went to maya bay together we went snorkeling we did all that like super cheesy tourist white girl stuff that you do when you're in thailand it gotta was great. do it gotta do it and, like, I look back on that day, and it sucks because I, I had waited my whole life to go see Maya Bay. I'd seen the beach when I was, like, 16 years old. I'd always wanted to do Thailand for so long. So when I finally got there, and I have all these, like, pictures of this perfect day, and this, like, stupid boy is in all of them, and I just feel like I tainted it for myself. <laughs> but um, really quickly on, like, really early on in the day, it was obvious that Zane came from money. You know okay. what I mean? He just, I think people who who are traveling with thousands of dollars more than you are, you just like, you come across a little differently. Uh, you know, he was like buying things left, right, and right. He was offering to buy all of our food and stuff like that. Yeah. And for me as a person, that was really uncomfortable. I was kind of like, eh, like I'm fine. Like I, I properly kind of properly budgeted to come here like i can yeah. handle it thanks but like no thanks like for us it was a lot of sandwiches yeah, yeah. it was it was a lot of like 7-eleven food yeah. and i was like this is fine yeah. oreos for dinner is perfect exactly. for me <laughs> it's okay but yeah so yeah like that i think when i think of zane that's the first thing i remember is like money was like, he like around our age or older no it was a bit he probably would have been older he claimed he was 27 but again okay. at this point i'm like i don't Who know like, he could have been 48 i have no gauge <laughs> on on people whatsoever um so yeah so maya bay that was a great day we finished off we came back to phuket and he was kind of like hey like i've had a lot of fun with you guys like do you want to go for dinner like go back to your your hostel and like change out of your bathing suit and like let's go out for a drink and we were like yeah that like that should be totally fine and there was three of us i kind of was like power in numbers also granted all of my friends and i are under five four but we were like power in numbers or whatever <laughs> and uh yeah so we we were just like text us the address of where you're staying so we get in a cab and we cab over to where he was staying and he was staying in a hotel that i was like holy crap i can't i can't even imagine how much like it was a part of Thailand that, like, we we told the cab driver where we were going, and he was like, "Really?" <laughs> so I was like, "I was like, oh yeah, is okay." But uh, you know, like, it was like a five star hotel, like six pools everywhere, everything's like marble and gold, and I was like, "Oh, I wow. look, I do not look appropriate to be in a place like this." Um, so we got to his like hotel, and he had messaged us and was like, "I'm not ready yet. Do you want to come up to my room?" Okay, I get now I'm not sounding great. Yeah, already. okay. Um, I think, I don't, my friend Tessa was like, hey, maybe we don't do that. 
And then me and my friend Asha were like, no, it's cool. It's going to be fine. We went to Maya Bay together. We have a bond. Like, I don't, like, I, you know, like, when I think back, I'm like, why did I do that? It was such a horrible plan. But, uh, yeah, so we, we went up to his hotel room. I just am suddenly aware of the fact that my mom might listen to this podcast. Susan, I'm so sorry if you have to hear this. It's, I'm fine. Clearly, I'm here, but I'm sorry. It's <laughs> So we get up to his hotel room and of course it's like a private penthouse suite. It's like seven rooms. They're right. Like there's a hot tub in the middle of it and a king size bed. And he was kind of like, hey, do you guys like want to have a drink here before we go out? And at that point I was like, nah, dude, let's go. Like I'm yeah. A, hungry and B, kind of feel weird about the fact that I'm in your bedroom. Um, Jeez. yeah i know this isn't making me look great no right you look it looks fine <laughs> i look like spaz really so we um he was like yeah like i've seen this restaurant down the street and i really would like to take you guys and go see it uh so we we're like okay so we started walking uh because it was just down the street from his hotel and this is a part of this part i i don't want to sound like i'm assuming anything okay i'm just gonna let you know what i saw so this part of thailand uh was expensive i think that's the best way to put it it was a lot of these huge hotels no locals were around it was very like it's felt very different compared to what i had been seeing when i was in asia um it also also was a lot of older white men traveling alone with a lot of very young looking thai women interesting so it was kind of like i think like i look back now and i'm like oh that's so weird but in the moment i was just kind of like not totally thinking about that i was more just like here's this person that i have spent the last 10 hours with and they're great and i think that they're great and i'm with my two best friends and i'm not really paying attention but i think when i look back now i'm like oh weird like and i i should have taken the hint when the cab driver was like oh, you want to go there? You sure? Yeah, yeah. Sure and I was like, that? I was like, I think so. <laughs> anyway, so we get to this uh, restaurant and I wasn't even in the door yet and I looked at it and I was like, I will not be able to afford this place at all. And I think me and my friends had this moment of like, uh-oh, oh shit, we're in over our heads. Um, it's so, I wish I took, a, I really do wish I took a picture of the restaurant, but I didn't. But basically what it was is like, it was all water so when you walked up to it it looked like it was you were going into a pool okay or like a like a public pool but the closer that you got you realize that tables have been dug out all over the place so when you sit down at these tables they're all made of glass and your eye level with the top of the pool water Hmm. isn't that so weird that's really weird and then in the water is like coral (coughs) and fish so you're sitting in glass and they're it was so cool so it's like around you yeah it was so weird so weird but also then very private right because then you're like you can't see or hear any of the other people around you except for the waitress that is coming up to the table so (laughs) i was like so sweaty at that point i was like i cannot afford a place like this like there's we had been eating like street meat for like six weeks like i can't even pretend like this is a thing so um you could tell i think at that point you could tell me and my friends were getting nervous because i was like i don't have the money for this like i have to live in thailand it's not like a a, an option for us uh so the waitress like brought uh the menus (laughs) Mm. and like you have to understand uh you get used to paying like three dollars a meal for food in thailand when it's like 150 canadian for a meal i'm like 
that's like two weeks worth oh of hostels God. for me yeah it was horrifying so me and my friends like oh like maybe we'll share like an appetizer but then he zane at this point had started to change his demeanor and it was not so much like friendly person that we had spent the day with it was like kind of um flashy and very demanding so he was like he was like, no, don't even look at the menu. Like, I'll order for you. And me as a person, I was like, don't order for me. Like, don't yeah. tell me what I can afford. Don't, like, I don't like that at all. So he was like, no, no, don't worry. Like, I'll take care of dinner. And I was like, oh, okay. So he, like, ordered everything. I uh, didn't really, like, give us a say. Like, we did at one point be like, like, we can't afford this place. Saying, like, you have to, like, be okay with that. And he was like, nope. Like, I asked you guys to come here. Like, you're... Uh, gonna like it's fine like I'll order for you it's okay and I was like okay cool like I'm like doing math in my head I'm like okay like can I literally afford if I pay for this dinner to get through the rest of my trip um uh, no I couldn't yeah, by the way. yeah. <laughs> I was like cool I'm gonna be homeless in Thailand for the last two weeks of my trip because I'm stupid um so we like had dinner and it was fine and it was kind of like uh again like he was starting to give me not creepy dude vibes but like creepy dude vibes a little bit it was a lot of very personal questions about like um who was in relationships and how like sexually active we were in those relationships oh awkward it was super weird and it had just hadn't been like that and i'm like not above having conversations and like heart to hearts but it didn't feel like that it kind of felt like a job interview but also like like about stuff that i'm like ew please don't ever bring that up in a job interview with me that is so strange so he was like let's have a couple drinks blah 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 and i was like dude i can't afford drinks here like i will drink from the ocean that i'm looking at <laughs> if before i can afford a drink uh so the the meal is over we've had a couple drinks uh of course he pays for it of course he pays of course for it. Which, uh, to be honest, like me and my I mean, friends saved the rest of your trip for you, but yeah, and it was it was weird because I think at that point I was like, I don't want this dude paying for me because clearly he's giving off vibes of like he's expecting something, um, but I also was like, I literally can't afford yeah. to pay for this meal. So I think, I, I, you know, when I look back, like he probably had done this before, and he was probably used to that kind of like leverage on on females or. You know, and it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies yeah. to think about. So anyway, we're, like, getting ready to leave. Um, and he – so at that point, it had been established that I was seeing someone back home, and my friend Tessa had a boyfriend. So he, like, kind of started to, like, focus it on my friend Ashley. And he oh, was like, no. Yeah, and he was like, hey, so, like, you're not seeing anyone. Uh, he's like, I think we've, like, really hit it off, which they hadn't, by the way. <laughs> like, they hadn't. He was like, yeah, we've really hit it off. And, like – I'd really like to uh, continue to hang out with you. And Ashley was like, oh, yeah, like maybe like reach out to us on Facebook if we're still like we were supposed to be leaving for Kosemui the next day. But he was like, he was like, she was like, yeah, like if you end up like on that side of Thailand, like let us know. Maybe we can go out for a drink again. And I was like, Ashley, stop it. Like don't, don't, don't tell him to come meet up with us. So he just came right out and said it. And he was like, he kind of like turned to me. And at this point, it kind of started to feel like a transaction. He turned to me and he was like, hey. I want to take your friend Ashley to uh, Bangkok. I want to take her back with me to Bangkok because that's where I'm headed next. Um, He was like, I will pay for all of her stuff for her to come with me if she leaves right now. Uh, Yeah. No. And I was like, I I was more like, wait, what? Uh, What? And he was like, yeah, like I think like, I think she and I could have like a really nice time together. Um, And then he looked at me and he was like, I will leave you my passport to promise that I don't leave the country with her. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what? Are you kidding me right now? And I, 
oh man it was so weird and me and tessa were both like nah dude we're not leaving her with you like sorry we gotta go though and he was like okay well like maybe just leave her with me for the night and before you guys go to kosemi you can come pick her up at this point not even talking to ashley it was totally like a transaction situation going on like and she I, had no say in yeah anything. and ashley was like nah dude i'm good but it was so weird and it i so he was like yeah like just like like let her come back to, with me to my hotel room for a couple of hours and you can come get her in the morning and i was like no like no that's not a thing that we're going to pretend like I'm going to do today. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we, like, left and paid for our cab ride home. I instantly blocked him on everything because I was like, something's weird. Um, but, Tess, I think we had forgotten to take him off of Snapchat or something random because then, like, we had gone to Kosemu and she was flipping through her social media. And I guess, like, Zane was taking pictures with, like, three other girls. Um Rip. Yeah, yeah, so it was it was weird. I think like I like like haha, kind of funny, but also like no, like Loki literally almost let my friend get yeah kidnapped. That could, that could have gone a yeah, lot so worse. Yeah, it was very strange, and you know, like I don't, I've had great experiences while traveling, but I can't even pretend like that wasn't a thing that happened. Hope he's doing bitching or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, but it was uh. it was rough. It was a weird. Time. that's really weird yeah and then after that it kind of ruined it for us because i just didn't feel like safe talking to some people for a while especially like men unfortunately yeah which is not a nice thing to to feel or think but no. i was like and it also takes away from the backpacking experience oh my god of, well it also loki was part of the backpacking experience yeah that's fair that's fair but it was it was weird uh so yeah that's my <laughs> travel extravaganza well i don't think how it all started you guys weren't idiots like, i mean <laughs> eventually like it happens whenever you're talking and then i guess there's red flags that led all the way up to that that have, i mean it could have been stopped know. earlier i feel like i feel like the second he was like come up to my hotel room we should have been like yeah nah, we actually are all sick with the stomach flu and we all have to go home immediately i don't know if it was i think at that point i'd been in thailand for long enough that i think maybe i was getting cocky i was like oh i know how to meet new people and like i'm getting really yeah. good at this and and i think maybe that was it that i was like no like we've met all these other wonderful people that i still keep in contact with like why can't zane also be one of these people no nope, turns out he's just trying to uh, kidnap young naive girls casually for the weekend oh god i can't could you imagine if i let her go with him i was like yeah no that would be a solid like 15 out of 10 <laughs> on this idiot meter if you let her go and, and the thing is is i hate the fact that uh the fact that he was good looking totally played a part in it but it totally did it totally was like oh it's like really like attractive guy from that has an accent like wants to like sweep ashley away for a couple of days yeah yeah so i yeah <laughs> i'm so sorry Oh God. <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't let her go because you may be down a friend, but yeah, so that's good. Yeah, it's fine. I feel yeah. like Ashley's parents weren't stoked on her going to Thailand with me anyway. So they're like, call them and be like, hey, so I made a mistake. <laughs> and <laughs> let your daughter go. She's in the sex trade now <laughs> and uh, she'll call you when she finds a phone or whatever. Yeah, like, that's fine. fine. Taken four. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what to give that. It's like, <laughs> It's not like uh, the end's not bad, but like getting to that restaurant, like yeah, there's. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like the other ratings I did. Like I only want to give you like because I have to leave room for if you let her go with him. That's true. So like it could have been a lot dumber. Mm-hmm. Like way dumber. Yeah. <laughs> so like maybe like 
a solid seven. I'll take a yeah, seven. Yeah, we'll give you a seven on the idiot meter today. I'll, I'll take, yeah. I'll take a seven. Yeah. No. Well, thanks for telling that story. <laughs> and thanks for not letting your friend go with. Uh, I do my best. Yeah. Also, Good friend. Good again, friend. if Ashley's parents are listening to that, <laughs> remember that she's fine. She it's made a, it back. She's okay. She, yeah, it was fine. It could have been worse. I could have been worse in that situation. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. The idiot meter. The idiot meter. The idiot meter. But wow. like, what idiots? I know, right? It's just a big old pile of idiot. Oh, I just love calling other people idiots because, yes. <laughs> uh, shall we wrap this thing up? Yeah, I guess thanks Thanks for joining us once again. Thank you to our interviewees. Yeah, for thank you for always making us feel good. Sharing stories, sharing your stories with us. Thank you to you, Kellen. Thank you for you. <laughs> thank you for you, too. And for being so honest thank about you. being such a gigantic idiot. It's all right. I'll, I'll always be keeping an idiot. I, that's supposed to be like a saying, like, I'll always be keeping it real. But keeping like, it, I'll always be keeping it idiot. Keeping it an idiot. Yeah. Well. That's their new slogan. That's going to be our Keeping s- it idiot. Keeping it idiot. 100% Here, idiot. All right. Let's get fucking in this stupid thing. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. Next week, join us for some more, some more hilarious stories. Mm, bye. See ya. See ya.